Hey guys, welcome to the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline, where we talk all about finding our freedom from our family's beliefs, society's beliefs, and actually finding and creating a life that aligns with our true self and what we really want to manifest and creating a career surrounded by that, creating a life surrounded by that, a community surrounded by that. And yeah, just living the life that your soul has always wanted you to live. So really happy to have you guys here and really excited to be recording um, a little bit <laughs> later than I expected. I feel like, I mean, 2022 has been very interesting and intense. Like, I don't know. I feel like I've just been learning a lot. <laughs> Maybe the past, I, I've been learning a lot for a long time, but things have been definitely pretty intense since this year started and yeah a lot of reflection and a lot of processing and a lot of moving through some some difficult things and difficult topics as far as life updates um I'm not gonna do those (laughs) I'm not gonna do any life updates today um Probably still moving, question mark. Um, New job opportunities I have now, exclamation point. (laughs) And yeah, maybe a new life around the corner. I'm really kind of unsure. And in this episode, I think you're going to hear me talk about a lot of those feelings and a lot of the learning that I'm doing right now and a lot of uncovering and taking layers off of my heart and yeah just being able to understand myself better and understand you know what are these things society has told us about relationships and what does my soul genuinely need in relationships what is my soul? What is my, you know, highest self? What does it actually need and desire in relationships? And what, you know, is my ego or what is my fear? And what is based off of my family dynamics and the ways that I felt abandoned or I felt like I wasn't good enough or I felt like I had to do X, Y, Z to get love and like, you know, separating the the trauma self from the aligned kind of whole self in terms of relationships and you guys have been along the journey for two years and I think I've done a lot of personal growth which I didn't even do any business updates but as you guys can tell I'm kind of in like a weird no sleep trance today so just a reminder links in the bio for calls and booking so check that out but (laughs) going back to what I was saying I have been on a big journey of personal growth and evolution and you know that started in 2018. I started the podcast in 2020. Um, So you guys have seen a window into what my life was like before 2020, the themes that I worked with in 2020 and you know into 2021 and even some in 2020 starting to explore relationships and triggers and pain points that came up in in those dynamics because I had avoided that type of intimacy for most of my life um, and focused on myself 
which was good and bad. And I think I'm realizing in myself that the first core wound that I started working on in therapy is realizing that a lot of myself in the world and this person that I portrayed to the world was surrounded in perfectionism and perfectionism I'll do a full episode on this was extremely hard for me to let go of and if you're listening to this episode and you can be really hard on yourself or you are a perfectionist um the gifts of imperfection by I think it's Brene Brown I think so I was like so amazing um it pretty much teaches you how to be messy and silly and just your true self and yeah really great book I definitely recommend it but I think that was a core wound that I had used to protect myself and that was you know the first one I identified and then as you grow and as you go into therapy you become more familiar with these other fragmented parts of yourself that are blocking you from shining through and being you know speak of the prism metaphor from the episode with Dr. Will Sue, all these things are in the way of your prism just being this ray of light that is is meant to be. So the first thing that I, you know, attacked or looked into was was around perfectionism. And that was a really big component and healing because I realized I had kept all these things in my life to keep me safe. But I don't think I understood when I first started healing that my attachment style and the way I relate to other people would also become so important in my healing journey. I didn't realize, honestly, all the pain points there. And I think I was in denial with different things with family dynamics and different stories I had inherited from those family dynamics and, you know, how they would play out in relationships. So, you know, I think the two, when I think of these two core woundings of myself, it is this perfectionistic person that I use to keep myself safe, you know, perfect body, perfect hair, perfect grades, perfect career, perfect bank account, like all these things that I just let disintegrate (laughs) in 2018 and let disintegrate the immense amount of pressure that I put on myself. And, you know, it's always still a work in progress, but, and I will be getting into opening your heart after a relationship, but this is a core beginning aspect of this conversation but there was this wound of perfectionism and then there's also this wound of this wound of it's like my soul so deeply craves deep connections and I feel like I have a lot of deep female friendships but I still see these dynamics show up but I have a lot of deep female friendships but In terms of my relationship with men and trusting men and leaning into 
intimacy and vulnerability and building something with someone I think that makes me really really uncomfortable and that I'm in a process of you know figuring out what is the authentic soul self what is the trauma self what is the fear here what is what I really need in relationships and I've been thinking about that because I think you know the people that listen to this podcast as well you're probably someone that feels slightly different, like you don't align with the conventional career model path that we're told that we have to do, or that doesn't seem wholly um, fulfilling for you. And then maybe you see these types of relationships that are modeled to us and that like your life begins when you, you know, get married, which I think marriage is amazing and this beautiful thing. But There's all these narratives and then there's a lot of codependent dynamics. There's a lot of um, just not good communication that I saw modeled in my life. And, you know, we come to the world with this certain image and these certain ideas of how relationships are and how they should be. And... And we pick up these beliefs from society and from our family of what a relationship is. And I think what was modeled to me in my childhood with with men was, you know, the narratives that women are used to hearing of like, you know, men only want one thing, which is sex. Um... They care if you're smart, kind of. (laughs) I think that was a narrative that was kind of said, but it was mainly like, men only want one thing. Men can never be satisfied with one woman. Um, Women are always annoying men with their emotions. And you should just have fun and enjoy your life and like being honest isn't that important. So... I got modeled these narratives on how men, quote, are. So, you know, I think I became, I became a person who was a great friend, but maybe not a great friend to men, maybe someone who struggled in some ways to be a great partner. Because deep down, I don't, I feel that they only are here for one thing in my life. And I feel like I've had this thing modeled and there's this core belief that I'm like unraveling right now that, that men are not people, (laughs) which sounds silly, like that men are not, I guess that men are more untrustworthy is like something I feel like I've been modeled so like my wounded inner child is like well I will just be like that to be safe which isn't cool and another thing I wanted to say is something I've been thinking a lot about a lot and unraveling is trauma like actual trauma but it is disguised as your true self and in your healing process and going to therapy and all the things You start to define yourself with this piece of yourself that is also, that is a piece of the trauma. 
that isn't how do I say it that isn't really you but you've healed some parts of yourself so you've convinced yourself that this piece of you is a true core piece of you and one of my friends that I follow that we met through Ashe Sundara's course who she's been on the podcast and I think we would have a really interesting conversation now and I should have her back on because I feel like her process has changed and she's grown a lot is um Michaela Cowden you guys should definitely follow her she's amazing but something she talked about a lot is that she she had a lot of pain with her sexuality and that there's like these phases of spiritual awakening of your pleasure isn't for you you don't actually experience pleasure during sex you're hypersexualized you know potentially as a kid and there's sexual trauma there then that becomes repressed maybe you're celibate um sex is just sad and painful for you then you become awakened to your sexuality to your own pleasure for yourself and then there is a hypersexualized period and then there's a coming back to sacred and owning your sexuality and it's kind of the cycle with spiritual awakening where you come back to the magic of your sexual energy and sharing that with sacred people that care about your pleasure so i think that that is you know a factor that could be disguised as a core facet of our personality but is actually trauma talking so that's just an interesting thing for you guys to think about and me to think about with my core wound and my different core wounds and relationships of being avoidant, of not trusting that people will show up for me, of playing in the shallow end with connections, of keeping my options open because I don't think that anyone wants to stay. That's deep. (laughs) And that's heavy if you think that every person you get close to is going to leave or every man that you get close to is going to betray you. It's not a very fun um period or place to exist in and it's a place i'm navigating and figuring out and figuring out what i want in relationships and what this all feels right looking like to me but i wanted to take you guys back after going through this little exercise of looking through wounding and relationship and take you back to you know the topic is opening our hearts after a past relationship which I think this can be the hardest thing is to open our hearts after so much pain has happened and I'm not going to come on this podcast and say that I have done it perfectly in retrospect I could have potentially waited longer but I like trust in the timing of my life with everything but Yeah, I, as you guys know from the breakup episodes and the breakup kind of content, I went through a really hard breakup, but you know, I don't think I've ever experienced that grief and that pain that I did. And especially in the first month, it was really hard. And then 
after the first month, I got a message from my past partner, um, which was really, really painful, um, and a reflection of his own pain, but really a message that demonized me, which created a whole new level of healing that had to occur. So it was complex grief. It was, it was intense. It was hard. It made it harder for me to trust people. It also taught me so many beautiful lessons, but it also made me really scared to get into something again because because of the pain I had just experienced. So I think I was I was in that place and I was really in a place in January, kind of around two months of my breakup of is sex going to feel loving again? And at this point I'd been not intimate with someone for three months and had these fears of is sex going to feel really bad and meaningless and am I going to feel not appreciated like I've felt for the past couple months and I don't want to feel that way anymore and you know like I guess in a place where I just wasn't in a place for meaningless connections I think in 2021 I was kind of on a journey of really going for relationships and learning a lot about them like I feel like I had a bunch of little intense processes with different people where I learned a lot about myself through those processes. But (laughs) I think I started that, that healing then. And then especially after um, my experience with my past partner, I realized that I wanted I wanted a partner. You know, I like being single. I've liked being single. I've liked that experience, but it opened me up to just having having a best friend, having a person that's always there to support you and love you and that you can be loving and supportive to them as well. I really enjoy that part of being in a relationship and just like making people's hearts happy (laughs) um but just having like your person and having that level of depth and intimacy like I knew you know I just felt this like horrible dread of going back into um online dating but I also felt like I had a clarity where really only meeting up with people that seemed close to a potential person that I would really be interested in and that got more complicated (laughs) but yeah so I went back out into the world any people post breakup like know the feeling of the first date after um that And I don't think my experience is exactly the norm, but I had like an absolutely amazing experience after my breakup that felt so amazing and so healing and just 
soothe so many parts of my fears there. And the most beautiful part about allowing myself to open my heart again, even though it's been it's been so painful and scary because I also feel like when you're a person that avoids relationships and then gets into one and then you're broken up with and then you're in a lot of pain, you know, that was exactly what you were trying to avoid by avoiding intimacy. Um, So feeling that level of intimacy again felt really good, felt really safe. It felt you know, like an up level, like an upgrade from my past experience. Like I was growing and healing in different ways, but it felt really scary to open my heart again after it felt like my biggest fears of being quote abandoned had been realized of investing in this person and them not being the person I thought they were and yeah I guess saying they wanted all these things with me and not not wanting those things so yeah I would say in opening your heart again like what I always come back to and I think I think you need to have time before you open your heart again I think for me I felt pretty much ready at least for a date I don't know if I felt ready for opening opening my heart again but I definitely felt ready for a date and it felt like a good step for me but I think with opening your heart again after a breakup it's really important to have to have healed and integrated lessons from your past partners to look at yourself and where did I miss red flags? What can I learn from this experience? Um, Yeah, what did I take and grow from and learn from my past partner's experience? And you integrate those lessons. But I think opening your heart pretty recently after a past experience can be really hard and can be really triggering but it is also an opportunity for this new person to showcase all the ways that they can meet your wounds that came from this past relationship and they can meet them with love and care It can be this beautiful healing practice of those wounds and the pain points coming up and giving yourself love and care and grace with them from intimacy with someone else. And I really do believe and I think think doing the work outside of relationships, especially the self-worth work and really being aligned with your self-worth and boundaries and your life outside of the relationship. I think that is important, but I also do think 
that so much growth comes together in relationships and you can, you know, be in a toxic relationship, which I kind of hate the word toxic to be honest, but you could be in a toxic relationship and re-traumatize and recreate your childhood wounding or you can have the chance to be in a new relationship that I kind of like this image that I'm getting right now is like you have these like wounds and this new partner has this this thread this magical golden thread where he can sew those old wounds together in your heart that have come up from past partners the way they treated you from your family wounding and that it can be such a beautiful healing place of intimacy and yeah i feel like i haven't talked about it i've talked about it on here some um but just have been processing and navigating how much i'm sharing (laughs) just to figure it out even for myself but i have been going through the process of opening my heart again after after feeling like it's been like smashed (laughs) like just fucking stomped on on the ground um and it's been really hard and I think I even said this earlier in the episode but I'm funny enough my old coping strategy is was perfectionism but like I will be the first to tell you guys that I am not perfect in intimacy and relationships and like I said I tend to I think I tend to assume the worst in men so I act however I want because I don't think of them as people that have feelings and that sounds really crazy to say out loud um but I think that is like some deep-seated feeling within me um and part of my work has been surrounding myself with good men and trusting that there are good loyal faithful loving respectful men that has been my work for a while but so interesting just this core relationship you know with our father or with the men that we interact with in our life creates this image of all men in our life and that these experiences shape that so much and it's it, like even saying that out loud is so interesting to me because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans. Like we all just want to be loved and seen and loved for exactly who we are and not feel like people are trying to make us something we're not or trying to change us. And <laughs> it sounds silly, but it's like a man's heart is just as important to take care of as a woman's anyone's heart any human's heart and I think as women we do have to look at those wounds that we have with men and the masculine in our life or we'll never be in a healthy relationship we'll always self-sabotage we'll always assume the worst we'll be clingy we'll be overprotective we'll self-sabotage with a different person um and I don't want that for you. <laughs> I don't want that for me. I want to be able to accept someone's love for me and treat them with the same love and care and know that it's real and not 
try to get one on someone else over before they do it on me. Um, so I think a lot of what I've been really faced with, and we'll end the episode soon, in re-entering the dating world is understanding my core values in relationships, but also the biggest thing is I think when you're a person that really is afraid of intimacy, when you're met with someone that shows you love that you've never thought was possible, that it's really hard to believe and it's actually really, really triggering to be met with that. And like our old coping strategies of running, of self-sabotaging by talking to other men, um, getting attention from other men, like they are activated, they come online. And I firmly believe that these things and these behaviors come on the strongest when we're the closest to really moving far away from this traumatized relationship model that we've seen. I really believe that that's when our fears get the loudest and that's when it is the most confusing to delineate what you're feeling, to understand intuition versus fear in your body and to make good decisions in love and I feel like in all of this I've just been trying (laughs) I've just been trying to understand myself I've been trying to take accountability for my shadows and shadows I've never seen in myself I've been trying to stay aware of the dynamics of what's happening of what I need of what I deserve of what feels good for me. But yeah, I feel like I'm trying my best to actually accept in love and intimacy and building a life with someone and being open to all of that and not running from a beautiful opportunity to heal my heart. So guys, (laughs) to summarize, if you've just gone through a recent breakup and you reopen your heart, amazing healing can take place. But also expect a lot of triggers and a lot of fears And potentially a lot of confusion between what is the fear and what is your intuition and what am I feeling here. And if you fear intimacy and avoid relationships like me, expect to be pretty triggered, (laughs) pretty scared. And to, yeah, if it's a healthy healing dynamic for you to probably come face to face with your shadows, to have a choice to go into those and look at yourself and be honest with yourself and with another person about the parts of you that aren't so pretty the parts of you that you're not always proud of the parts of you that are self-serving the parts of you that keep yourself safe 
at the expense of another person that you love. So I hope this episode was helpful. I feel like I dove into so many different topics and questions on my mind of where I'm at with understanding relationships, what I want versus what society wants, what are my core values, what are my core wounds, um, what does it feel like to open your heart after a recent breakup, and, you know, what can be, what can be healed in those dynamics, and there has been so much profound healing. I'm, like, thinking of a specific example now, but I'm gonna save that for another episode, but inner child healing, not just on yourself, but with a partner that's willing to show up for you in a different way is, like, such a beautiful practice, but I love you guys, um, please reach out to me if this episode was helpful. Um, I would love to just get a amazing group of women to talk about all these things, but really a group of win- men and women and whatever you identify to just talk about these things. Cause I don't really, I don't want to create a division between any of us anymore. And like I said, surround myself with more, um, amazing, loving, open-hearted men that are doing the work. But I love you guys, and I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I hope this episode was thought-provoking for you and helped you kind of figure out where you're at, what you need, and maybe inspired you to open your heart after heartbreak. I think we always have the option to allow heartbreak to, to make us hard or to allow heartbreak to teach us beautiful lessons and be courageous. Like I think the bravest thing we can do is opening our heart again to love after excruciating pain. So hope that resonates with you guys. And yep, all the love, leave a review, all the things. I will talk to you guys next week.